Welcome to the Your Inner Babe podcast, Set That Bitch Free, third Just Jack edition. This is a special episode. (laughs) I guess I say that about every single episode now that I'm thinking about it, but I don't know. This one I've put off for about a month now. It's been a full month since the Hoffman process and even a full month since I released the episode telling you I was going. That is so cool. I, 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 I actually just put that together. But I've told a ton of you I would do this dedicated episode post-process, but I wanted to make sure I did it at the right time for me, or I did it when I felt like a pull towards it or called to do it. And I actually got something in the mail on Tuesday that sort of hit it home for me. And I was like, okay, yeah, I'm I'm ready now. Um, oh, I just want to preface and, and I want to make sure that I do, because I, I personally went into the Hoffman process blind. Yes, I, I had read a bunch of articles and my aunt and my mom and my brother all went through it before me, but none of them told me anything. None of them used language with me, literally not one thing. So I was completely in the dark and I am so, so glad that I was and I wouldn't have had it any other way. So I want to make sure that if there is anyone listening who is going on the process in the future, who is thinking about it or has thought about it or gone back and forth, I I just want to give you the opportunity to turn this episode off now before you listen. Zero hard feelings. Trust me, I will get it. Honestly, I'll probably even (laughs) be proud of you for it. I mean, not that I'd even know if you bowed out now, but, and honestly, I'm not even going to go into full detail on here. I'm not going to tell you like what is done day by day throughout the week because I'm not even sure I could articulate it and do it justice. I I really will just speak from my personal experience, major takeaways, and how I feel now that it's over. But regardless, point being, I, I just want to make sure I state that and give you the chance to still go in blind. Nothing is a secret about the process. They literally even say that the last couple of hours before you leave. Nothing's hidden. There's just something so special about letting go and surrendering to the unknown. At least that was a huge part of it for me. Being able to throw myself into something so out of my comfort zone and just trust that whatever I went through there was good for me and was going to be transformative. And it was, it was, it was so, so transformative. People keep asking me, okay, so are you different? I actually think some of my friends and even Daniel were all really worried I was going to come out of this like an entirely new human. And I so didn't. I'm not different. I'm I'm still Jack. All the things I loved about myself before still there, still make me me. I'm still obsessed with show tunes. I'm still so dramatic and I still can't spell. But uh, I also have definitely changed. Yeah, I've changed. I've shifted for the better as well. And it's funny because those shifts didn't even totally solidify for me until I found myself in certain situations post-process that would have like lit me up before and not the good, 
kind of lit, but the ones that would have really activated me or rocked me in the past, I find myself now barely even reacting in them. It's wild. It's like there's not even an inch of me that wants to freak out or get demanding or become argumentative or get insecure. Like my blood pressure doesn't spike. I I don't really even get anxious. I'll get like an initial gut reaction, like that punch in the stomach kind of feeling or a minor heart sink, whatever it may be. But then I just react with like a more authentic alternative or I utilize a tool that I walked away with and I instantly recover. So no, I'm not different, but I'm upgraded maybe. It's like I went through the newest iOS update and uh, all my bugs were improved. (laughs) I actually can't take credit for that. A teacher at Hoffman used that metaphor and I still love a good metaphor that definitely hasn't changed. But I found this quote earlier in the week and it literally put into words exactly how I feel. And what's even weirder is I found it on the 8th and that was the exact date to the month anniversary of my first day at Hoffman. So I was like, ooh, universe, you totally sent me this. But it said, eventually you start seeing changes. Your mind becomes lighter. The trees look brighter. The air you breathe begins to feel like food for new opportunities. And life takes on a crisper color pattern. Ups and downs will continue to come. And there's still so much to learn, but there's now a new calmness in you that does not fear the old storms and helps them pass more quickly. A new awareness arises that gently reminds you that your power is yours to wield and is ready to propel you forward into deeper peace and liberating insight. So yeah, there you have it. (laughs) I can confidently say that no... The Hoffman process cannot stop life from happening. It cannot prevent the inevitable ups and downs we face at any given time. But by becoming aware of my negative patterns, really aware, like identifying where they came from, expressing them out of me using my voice and body, and then truly finding forgiveness and compassion, I'm able to beat my dark side. It doesn't win in the ups and downs anymore. I do. I mean, I did before, but honestly, not always. There were so many times, especially especially right before I went, that I was faced with so many different tests and challenges, and, and I just, I crumbled under them. And I may not always win moving forward. I totally accept that. We can't stop the inevitable, but we can change how we show up. We can choose how we respond and how we react. It's really my ability to recover in these challenges and these tests. It's like the quickness factor in my recovery just happens so much more naturally and freely now. I don't have to think my way out of shit anymore. My mind truly just feels so much lighter. And like I said in the episode that I released before I went, the process is said to be an inward bound journey from head to heart. And it really is. I dropped into my true essence again. I realized after the fact that I had built a business around 
helping women of all ages find their most personal self-connections, their authentic self, their inner babe, their lights. But I had lost mine. My light was so fucking dim, felt so dim, and I was exhausted by that. But the Hoffman process definitely helped me find it again. It helped me get connected again. It taught me powerful tools to bring myself immediately present and how to get answers from my whole being about what matters to me. I didn't even realize this at the time either, but I had gotten so used to outsourcing for answers. Answers I needed about important business decisions for your inner babe, outsourcing for thoughts on brand partnerships, looking even outside myself for answers on how to nourish my body and physically and mentally and for answers in my relationships. Like I I went in thinking I was so connected to what mattered to me, but I realized being there that what I thought mattered to me actually mattered very little to my most authentic self. And things I never thought I'd be attracted to or things I never thought my body would need, I can't imagine now going a day without them. The Hoffman process helped me realize that our body is the only part of us that lives in the moment. Our thoughts extend far into the past and far into the future, inevitably. Before Hoffman, many times I just, I felt so distracted by all my thoughts. I'd run through life just reacting, but not even really knowing what to or why I was reacting the way that I was. Literally just lived in this like do more mindset. It was mainly intellect dominant. I was like logical, rational, problem solving, thought processor, constantly trying to make sense of my feelings, getting stuck in shoulds and shouldn'ts and do's and don'ts and can'ts and won'ts. And honestly, my thoughts, they would get like compulsive at times. So now I know that just by checking in with my sensations, I can bring myself back in at any moment from being quote unquote lost in thought to being present. I mean, think about it. If you want to cultivate real presence, which a lot of us want, we just try too hard to achieve it. But if you want to cultivate presence, being where you are, doing what you're doing, you have to be able to experience yourself in your body versus in your head. I just take a few moments to allow myself to check in with my authentic self, my connection to others, the world around me, my sense of belonging, and allow myself to feel the support of my history, feel how I open up my heart day to day and turn towards my future. I immediately feel reset. I immediately feel more emotionally and spiritually present. I feel in my body. It's utilizing this tool I learned. It's called a centering practice, but just by using that regularly since I've left, it's just been so powerful for me. Being must be felt. It can't be thought, you know? It's practices like that, awareness practices, expression practices, ways of using my voice, my body, accessing forgiveness and self-compassion, using visualizations every day, all of that truly has changed the way that I see the world. (laughs) It sounds dramatic, shocker, but 
It's real. I also love the emphasis on naming feelings at the Hoffman process. So often we're asked, how are you? And we answer fine or good. I'm fine. I'm good. (laughs) Those are not feelings. If we actually identify how we're feeling in a moment, the feeling shifts. I've brought this into a lot of sessions, but maybe we are afraid or discouraged or hesitant or stimulated. Imagine if we actually said one of those things out loud when someone said, how are you? My teacher at the process said to me one day when I was really losing it, I actually woke up one morning and I really wanted to go home. I was done. I was I was so upset. I was kind of freaking out and I was really, really angry or I thought I was angry. And he said, what are you feeling? And I first said, I don't know, nothing. I want to go home. <laughs> and he said, well, what's inside this anger? Name the feeling. And he had me stand there in the middle of this busy dining room. Everyone was around me talking, eating. He had me close my eyes. He had me put my hands on my heart. And he said again, what are you feeling? And suddenly I just started sobbing, crying. And after breathing, I finally said, I'm afraid. And he said, afraid of what? And I took another second and I answered, of change. And I swear to you, in that moment, the moment I actually named the feeling, it lifted. I was no longer afraid. I just, I felt like this wave of trust wash over me. I just listened to myself and I heard myself. I felt his hand on my shoulder then and I opened my eyes and he said, how do you feel? And I, I still had my hands on my heart and I said, I feel worthy. And he just smiled. That day actually ended up being a major day for me in the process. I felt a massive shift towards my right road and away from everything that had been weighing me down on the other side. Actually, even that night, my friend Jenna at the process turned to me at dinner and was like, you are a different person than you were this morning. Like from then to now, you don't even look the same. And I laughed and I was like, ah, Jenna, that was yesterday. And she was like, uh, no, that was this morning. I literally had felt like an entire day had passed. So no, I'm not, I'm not saying that every single time you name the feeling for the rest of your life, you'll feel like an entire day has passed. You'll feel like a different person, but I'm telling you that it really, really works to actually identify them. So the next time someone asks you, how are you? Maybe take a second to identify and say how you actually are. (laughs) Could you imagine if we answered how we actually were. Whoa. That would get super intimate. (laughs) Intimacy also, that's really something I reframed while at the process. Something I developed a much, much deeper understanding of. I mean, personally, I associated intimacy with sex. I won't lie, but it's so much more than that. Real intimacy, the freedom to just be who you are, vulnerable, authentic, real with yourself first, and then with others in your life. 
into me, you see. Get it? By allowing others in, you then allow them to be who they are. Intimacy is really about creating authentic connection. I know now how important it is to really share my inner experiences with the people that I love. Because when you open the doors to your inner world, you create opportunity for others to be more open with you. Exactly what I'm doing right now, or or I do on Set That Bitch Free, or on my platform in general. I, I vow to always share my vulnerabilities with you as well as my strengths. I was looking back in my Hoffman journals, and there was a question in there that we had to answer, and I want to share my answer with you guys. The question was, what can I share about myself that is real and intimate right now? And my answer post-process was, I felt empty before the process. I judged myself every single day for feeling that way, telling myself that I had every single reason not to feel empty. I felt fucked up. I felt there was a part of me that was broken beneath the surface, and I couldn't identify what it was, but I had to be broken if I still felt empty, even with all the good in my life, all the love, and all the success. Broken must be me. It's a practice. Intimacy. It's a continuing journey that requires nurturing and tending to. Sharing encourages it to grow and to unfold. So now, into me, you see. Reading that back, I just, I hear so much shame in those initial beliefs. I feel really self-conscious actually sharing that statement, but I also feel strong and I feel proud. I also took that away from Hoffman, the ability to use and. I can feel disturbed and connected. I can feel passionate and fatigued. Before it was one or the other for me, I thought I could either feel happy or depressed, anxious or grounded. The and applies to other things in my life as well. Like I can miss performing and also not want to pursue acting as my career. I can really want to be a mom one day and also really not want kids tomorrow. (laughs) I'm smiling over here because This sounds so minimal and maybe so obvious to some of you, but to me, it really, really wasn't. I truly walked away from Hoffman with a deeper understanding of and connection to my life, my presence, my power, my boldness, a deeper understanding and connection I didn't even think that I needed. I had said it a thousand times before, but I I truly now believe and know that I am never alone. None of us are. Our souls and the brightness of our lights connect us fully and 100% to the universe and to the others around us. I went into the process accepting my flaws, but I walked away with a newfound respect for those differences, and for my own individuality. I walked away with not just a little bit of confidence, but 
a hundred percent confidence in my destiny and confidence that the shape of my journey is special. I read a Celtic blessing one day during it, and this specific line really stuck with me. Um, it was behind the facade of your life. There's something beautiful and good and eternal happening. Your life is your life, babe. So my hope for you is that you truly get to know it while you have it. That you learn to see yourself with the same delight and pride in which the universe sees you in at any given moment. Even in all the ups and the downs, on all the off hours and the off days, you are still and will always be magnificent. If any of you have further questions about Hoffman, want to know more, DM me, email me. I will be happy to answer them. It truly, truly, truly changed my life. And... I'm positive it could change yours as well. So thank you all for listening, for allowing me to share all of this with you. I see you and I really, truly love you all. And as always, just remember the inner babe, you already have her. So just keep tuning in to find her. And I promise we'll set that bitch free. This episode was produced by Dante32.